Welcome to Sylvia Speaks, a space created for Latinas to cultivate healing, knowledge around trauma, money wounds, finding your purpose, and unapologetically speaking your truth. A space that talks about it all, from healing mother wounds, difficulties in parenting, struggles in love, and the journey to self-discovery. and welcome to episode 37 of Sylvia Speaks the podcast. This is also the season finale for season one. Crazy. 37 episodes in. I can't believe it. This has been just such a great passion project of mine and I appreciate every single one of you for staying on this journey with me and just for all of your support, your continued support, your feedback. I truly love, love you guys so much. And I'm so happy that the content that I put out, it resonates with a lot of you because sometimes I'd be talking about things and I'm like, I don't think people will understand me. And you do. So thank you for a great first season. I can't wait to see where season two takes us. Um, and I'm going to be starting season two with um, chapter 31, which is going to be an episode dedicated to my birthday, my 31st birthday. I don't even want to talk about it right now, <laughs> but today is going to be, um, we're kind of, we're going to kind of go back to the first episode and like, just do a full circle moment, um, run it back because the first episode, yo soy con, I am confusion. Um, I talk about just me being, um, you know, by what the hell was it? Not biracial. I, well, I don't know why I can't think right now, but anyway, I'm Latina, but my dad is Puerto Rican and my dad, my mom is Mexican. My dad was born in Puerto Rico on the island um, and he came here when he was 19 and my mom is uh, first generation. She was born here in the States. Um, her dad was also, like I talked about in the first, in the first episode, her dad was um, also an American, but he was told his whole life that he was not and that he didn't have papers. So he believed he was here illegally. Crazy story. But anyway, um, her mom was from Mexico. And so just being a first generation mom, you know, like my, my mother, like there's a lot of things that she, you know, went through as a child, as a teenager, as an adult. And then, you know, same thing with my dad, even though Puerto Rico is part of the U S it is just very different. Um, and just being raised by them and just how like life went and how I found my footing. And I really talk about how bicultural, that's what it was not biracial, bicultural, <laughs> um, just two different cultures, like both Latino, but the Mexican culture is so different from a Puerto Rican culture. And I felt like I was so much more connected to connected to my Caribbean side. And I still feel that way. I still feel like I look more Puerto Rican. I feel like the rhythm that I have in me, you know, is that salsa, like, I really, really, really resonate with a lot of different things from my Puerto Rican culture. But I'm running it back because as much as I thought that I was not connected as much to my Mexican culture, even though I grew up in it, um, you know, I was in Mexico, I was in Tijuana all the time with my parents. I just didn't feel like I had the same type of connection to that culture like I did to my, you know, to my Puerto Rican culture. 
But being with my boyfriend, who is 100% Mexican, and he is first generation, he is the baby. Um, But, you know, it's crazy, because my mom kind of like was explaining this to me the other day. She was like, he may be closer to age, you know, in your age bracket, but he grew up like me. So there's a lot of different things, costumbres, right? Like different things that he's used to that are going to be the same things that I was used to or that I am used to, the different types of ways that I treat people or, you know, what things that we expect. And it's so different because you're, you know, he, he thinks like my, like my generation, but he is from your generation. I was like, I never thought about that because my boyfriend is very old school. Um, you know, he looks super modern, like homeboy got a grill, like, you know, like he looks, he looks like he's, you know, he's with the, with, he's with it. He's with the shits. He's with the times and he is, but values wise, he's very old school and I love it, but it is also an adjustment because it's like you, you like expect something like, it's like you expect something that like my parents are used to. And I'm like, not I go, I wasn't raised like that. So it's just been a, a learning curve, but also so interesting. And at the same time, as like our relationship is progressing and we're learning more about each other and like different things, you know, going to like a family party with him and like the music that he listens to, it's kind of all come like full circle. And I'm like, maybe I need to revisit what I said because I think that being in this relationship has been a lot more healing for me and like my inner child than I could have ever imagined. I think that the relationship that I had with my Mexican culture, perhaps there was some trauma that was like with that. I haven't quite figured it out yet. I don't know if it was because like the family that we would go visit in Mexico was like my stepdad's family. Maybe I didn't feel like I belonged a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't really remember. Like it hasn't like fully like hit me yet, but I feel like that's the direction. Like, like as I'm like going through like processing, like my traumas, I feel like that's the direction that we're going into because I don't really know why, even though I was so engulfed in that culture, I felt disconnected at the same time. Very weird. But as like, I listen to like music or my boyfriend plays songs and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm like, I remember this song and I have this weird thing. If anybody knows what it is called, I'm dying to know. I should Google it. I haven't. Cause every time that I think about it, I'm driving <laughs> and like, I'm not going to like Google it while I'm driving, but I have one of the, I have an immaculate, immaculate memory when it comes to songs I could hear a song once and I'll remember like most of it maybe not like the words 100% but the melody like the you know like the chorus maybe I remember it like I pick up on that shit so quick and I could hear it out and about and I'm like ooh, I remember that song I may not remember the name I may not remember the artist but I remember like the song and so these are songs that are like 20 plus years old you know and he's playing them and I'm like, oh shit, like it's bringing up like core memories for me. Like I'm remembering my parents playing this music. I'm remembering like, you know, me and my mom spending time with each other and like this music playing. And like, this was like music that my parents listened to. And I'm like, this is all so familiar to me, you know? 
And I'm like, it was very nostalgic. And then just to hear him share like his memories of like those specific songs and how, you know, he knew this with his mom or his sisters. And I'm just like, wow, you know, like there is a lot that we have in common, you know, and there is a lot that like, I'm like, oh, wow. You know, like I was, I was, I was very much more engulfed in that culture than like, I think that I gave myself credit for that I remember. I don't know, but it's been very interesting just revisiting how I felt and how I feel about like being Mexican because I don't feel like I was able to proudly say it before. Like I was like, I don't even feel like I look Mexican. Like I think people just assume it because we're in San Diego and people are ignorant. (laughs) They're just like, you're Mexican, you know, but I don't really feel like I look like it. And so for me, it was just like a culture, like a culture shock where I didn't feel like I could really belong. And then when I went to Puerto Rico, it was like, people look like me and I'm a goddess here. So like, you know, so so Boricua, like, and I'm still proud to say I'm Puerto Rican, but I never felt that type of like orgullo, like proudness saying that about being Mexican because I just didn't, for whatever reason, feel connected to it. But I feel like being in my relationship has been very healing in that sense to where I'm like, no, this is my culture. This is what I'm, what I'm, I'm a part of. This is what I grew up with. These are the things that I like. I like that music. I remember hearing those songs. Like I remember the songs, you know, and I like it. And so I'm kind of one of those OCD ADHD type people that like when I find something that I like I will burn it out sometimes like I will just like play the song a million times until I'm done like I'm like all right that's it yeah yes cool like or I will you know eat the thing until I'm like sick and tired of it (laughs) and so he the other day he played a song in the car where I was like when he played it I was like oh my god I remember like when I was a kid I fucking loved the song like I loved when it would play on the radio I remember my parents had like the cd maybe even the tape I don't recall like how old this was but I know that they would play it and I was like I, I it invoked so many different memories and like emotions inside of me so I was like oh my god I, I became obsessed and like I had to listen to the song a million times and I'm it's like five days later and I'm still listening to the song a million times like and it just sent me down a rabbit hole of listening to other songs and other tracks that were from that time that I was like, wow, like I forgot how I grew up with this. Like I forgot how this was a part of my life, how I listened to these songs on like a daily basis. Like, and I don't know. I mean, I know I was a kid and there's really not much that I can like fully remember from being a child, but I'm very curious as to why there's a lot of parts from my childhood that I've kind of like blocked out of my memory. Um, Again, I remember, like, I know that I grew up more with my Mexican culture than I did with my Puerto Rican culture. But why was it that I felt so disconnected? Like, why was it that I felt like maybe even ashamed? Like, and not ashamed to be like, oh, I'm Mexican, but ashamed to feel like I didn't belong. And I feel like that was more what it was. Like, I, I felt like I didn't belong. Like, saying that I was Mexican felt kind of fraudulent because it was like, well, I don't look like it. And I don't really, like, I don't really speak Spanish all that well. Like, I don't this, I don't that, you know. And I, for some odd reason, I just felt like I didn't belong. And I felt like maybe I was, I was more accepted 
in you know my puerto rican culture like i was more accepted like being a caribbean like i look like it like i have the rhythm you know and that's probably a story that i just told myself for a really long time and like going to puerto rico like solidified it for me but being with my boyfriend and like kind of healing that childhood trauma that mysterious childhood trauma that i haven't quite pinpointed yet has been so freeing like and in ways that i haven't even told him yet because i'm like i don't know how to explain that to him you know i don't know how to explain that him like playing songs music that he's he grew up with that i grew up with but that he like continued to listen to and like really loves because like he's obviously super proud to be mexican that i also love but i like pushed down because I didn't feel like I belonged. Like I felt like kind of like imposter syndrome. And it's been crazy. It's been like a weird, like crazy journey. And I've just been listening to, and he, and he was trying to explain it to me too, but I need him to explain it again. But the different like regional music, like the different, you know, basically like genres, like is it banda? Like is it Norte? Like, I don't know. But anyway, that type of music, like um, Ramon Ayala, like uh, Grupo Limite, um, intocable, like, you know, shit like that, like, banda recodo, banda recodo, you know, like, things, like, like, artists like that, where I'm, like, re-listening to it, and I was like, oh, shit, this was my shit, like, you know, my parents would play that, and I remember, like, and at this, the memory of the song, like, I'm singing it, like, not the whole entire song, but I remember, you know, and I'm like, wow, like, I've just been stuck on it for, for like three days now where um, I never would imagine that I would be listening to that type of music in my car. And here I am. And it's like bringing so much joy inside me. Like I can't explain it, but here we are full circle, you know, you're so I'm not, I'm not confused anymore. Like, I feel like there is a good way to balance your two cultures there is a way to have pride in both and to feel like you belong in both but because tengo sangre mexicana and tengo sangre puertorriqueña like there is i can't i don't have to choose one or the other i am both i am whole i am me and is it okay, it is okay if i don't speak perfect spanish even though sometimes i feel clowned by my man because he does <laughs> you know but he's teaching me and I'm healing. I'm healing this like part of my inner child that was damaged at some point in my life that I don't even remember. And I can't wait to explore that more, but I really wanted to share that. And I felt like that was a really good season finale for me because it was so eye opening. I've been driving home, listening to the music and just like really soaking it in and really trying to deep dive in my head. Like, why was it that I shunned myself from this culture for so long? Like, why do I feel like I don't belong when I grew up with it? When I am like remembering all the things, family parties, like dancing it with my stepdad, listening to the music with them. Like, and it also made me a little bit sad because I feel like my stepdad was, he's, he's first generation and I'm not first generation. He actually, he's the, he immigrated. So, um, you know, growing up with him as my stepdad and just a parent who was very involved in my life and just the things that he taught me, the things that he did, you know, like it, it makes me a little bit sad because I feel like throughout the years he's become very Americanized. And now that I'm like getting back into this culture, 
I miss those things. And I think that this is also like healing that part of myself to where I'm starting to feel a little bit more connected to my parents because I'm remembering the things that I loved most growing up that at that time, maybe I felt like I didn't love. I'm going to get, I'm going to get emotional, but I feel like it's really bringing me closer to my stepdad. Like, and I haven't said anything to him yet, but I, I want to find the right time to, because I miss, like, I miss that. And I feel like I want him to get back into that and be proud of his culture and to listen to that music again, because I love that. And I didn't realize how much I loved it until I'm, you know, now as an adult, but I feel like that's what happens to a lot of us. You know, there's a lot of things that we feel like we didn't like as kids. And then now that we're adults and like, it's like nostalgic and we're like, oh shit. Like I really did enjoy doing that with my parents. I really did enjoy hearing that music. Like I miss it. So thank you guys for a great first season. I am Confusion Part 2. I'm not going to be Confusion no more. I am going to embrace my two cultures as a bicultural woman. I am going to live the best of both worlds because we have great music in Mexico and we have great music in Puerto Rico. And I can love and I can be part of both cultures and not feel like I have to be one or the other or like I don't belong in one or I don't belong in the other. So... Thank you guys. So crazy to see where we were from episode one to now. Pero I'm not going to have no more confusion. All right. I can't wait to start season two with you guys and talk about chapter 31. My birthday. All right. Have a amazing rest of your week and we will talk very soon. Bye. <laughs>